Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. The Lighthouse for Your Soul. We have taken a journey understanding a yielding believer and all of those things that come. Moses has been a wonderful, wonderful example of us to learn as leaders, understanding how to be yielding believers, right? How to truly take our leadership to that next level, right? How to move in following the path of Christ for our lives. And today I wanted to kind of put, I guess, a bow, if we say, on it. To understand one of the things that kept coming to mind is that some people may say, what happens if I'm not getting there? How? What happens if I'm brought up to a situation and I'm not sure which way to go, right? I'm not sure if, I'm, if this is the thing that God wants me to do or not. Like we all will, if you haven't been there, you're going to get there and, you, and you're going to get there more often than not. Um, and that's just because of our hearts, right, as our hearts want to be, um, more dedicated to doing God's will, we're, we become somewhat apprehensive sometimes, right? We're just like afraid to do anything and we get, you know, sort of arrested in our steps and our actions because we're just like, God, I don't want to do the wrong thing and, and I want to make sure I'm doing what God says do. And so I really wanted to touch on that, right? Because I felt that a lot of the things that we share kind of could, if not cleared up, could leave us heavy, right? Could leave us in a state of, of stallness, right? And I don't want to do that. I don't want to stall us out because I want us to be clear that God is always with us. And there's really uh, no, there's no wrong direction you can go, right? Because he's there. And when your heart has been sealed, He's watching you. He knows you. He knows your thoughts, your ways, your ideas. He knows your weaknesses. He knows what can tempt you. He knows to every degree better than you even know, right? So he knows how to use things if you happen to choose something that is out of alignment. He knows how to use that very thing to correct you. And so I wanted to look at a lighthouse because I thought about this and, you know, really seen them they kind of pretty you know different pictures and things like that I personally have never seen one in person hopefully that's something I'll put on my bucket list but anywho um as I looked up um the meaning and and how lighthouses are used I found that they're used to warn mariner uh mariners of dangerous shallows and perilous rocky coasts and to guide vessels safely into and out of harbors so they're a dual purpose Right? They're there to warn you when you are possibly coming up to dangerous roads, you know, perilous or rocky coasts, but they're also there to safely get you home, right? Get you back to, to, to solid ground. And these things, these lighthouses are long trusted aids that, as I said, send two simple messages. One is the message of stay away, this is dangerous, beware, or come this way. So for us as yielding believers, our lighthouse is within us. Our lighthouse is our conscience. It's our conscience that has been surrendered unto God through Jesus Christ, through our belief in him, and it is sealed. And we have now received the Holy Spirit living within us. And through this lighthouse, there are messages sent to us, messages that say, stay away, this is dangerous, beware, or the message that says, come this way. 
Now, when the message says come this way, I've personally found that that is only usually coming through a sense of peace. Everything seems around me to be in turmoil, but there is something about what I'm deciding, right, when I'm I'm, I'm sorting through the decisions, that that one decision seems to just bring a sense of calm, that this is it. But all hell is breaking loose on the outside around it, right? People may be questioning my judgment. Uh, people, you know, it may cause me to be seen differently. Whatever it is, it just seems uh, on the surface in, in, in the world's reality to not quite be what feels right, if that's better for a better term. But it's something I know is right, right? It's that peace of knowing. And then the other decision is like, oh. It feels good to me, but it just seems like on the other side, there is something bad waiting to happen. Like I'm just, you know, it will cost me more. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to seem like it's going to uh, create more problems in the long run. And we all have them, right? But the thing is, do we follow what makes us feel good or do we go with the thing that we know is good? Right? It's, it's, it's a knowing versus a feeling. And in Colossians chapter 3, uh, verses 15, verse 15, there's a, a scripture that reads simply, And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. And And that for me is one of the things that I would like to hone in that we understand that our lighthouse to safety is where peace abides. Where is that peace? And peace is not a feeling. Peace is a state of being. It is a state in which you find yourself being in no matter the circumstances and the situations. You might not feel peaceful, but you are at peace, okay? And when we don't have full convictions or fortified convictions about where our decision making is guided from what what guides our moral compass our decisions right when we when those convictions aren't fortified we can sometimes misread the messages where a message could be telling us stay away this is dangerous and beware we read it as come this way and the way that happens is because we trust more in our feelings, right? Because our convictions aren't fortified. We much rather want to feel good about something than to stand by the thing that we truly believe in and are convicted of and have full peace about, right? So when our, fortif- when our convictions are not fortified, we will misread. And that lack of fortified, fortified convictions comes in the form of leaning more towards what makes you feel good versus what actually puts you in a state of peace or a state that you are resting no matter the circumstances. And so I want to leave with you today, how do we fortify our convictions? How do we become strengthened in what we believe so that we're driven to follow peace versus what gives us a feeling of comfort? And in Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 2, and verses 17, you can read in your own time. But in verse 1, chapter 3 of Colossians, verses 1 through 2, Paul gives us two of the three dynamic, fortifying aspects of our convictions. The first two is to seek and to set. He says about seeking and setting your mind. 
The Greek verb that translates seek conveys the idea of setting one's heart on something long-term and then looking forward to it with a growing emotion. So Paul instructs us to seek after the things which are above, which is where Christ is. That's the path that Christ follows. He followed by seeking the things which were above. And so in, in a more practical way, what is above is sort of what's eternal versus what's temporary, right? I was listening the other day in the car, and I heard a minister explain. He said, when we want to understand the difference of what matters to God the most, is it our soul or our body? He is not concerned with our bodies because to him our bodies are dead. He is after our soul, our soul is sealed, right? And so when you start to think about your soul as your greatest asset, right, it's the thing that the enemy wants to take back from, from God, right? You got to understand that your mind has to be set on the eternal because your soul lives on. So every decision you make today in this physical realm through your body has an impact on the state or the status of your soul, okay? It, 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 it's how it's going to end up in the eternal life, on, on the other side, okay? So when you seek those things, you are now operating above just like Christ did. And then when you set your mind, it means to set your mind on things above, setting your mind on the things that matters to God, which means to focus one's will and emotions on the spiritual reality, the things that are eternal, and you let that control your motivations rather than being motivated or having your motivations controlled by earthly, temporary concerns. And in verse 17, he gives us the third one, which is surrendering. So we have three dynamics to fortifying our convictions, seeking, setting, and surrendering. And verse 17, in surrendering, it's about doing all of the things that you do, whether in word or in deed, do them all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Now, if you have seeking, setting, and surrendering, your convictions are fortified. So now when decisions rise up and the lighthouse is speaking to you, you're coming from a solid foundation in your convictions that I do all things, in word and deed, unto God, unto the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God, and I seek after and I set my mind on the eternal things. So you use those convictions to help you follow after peace because those things may cause disruptions in the physical realm, but they will never disrupt the peace within you. You will be able to stand no matter what's going on around you and hold steadfast to the decision that I know this is what God has called me to do. It may not be what he called you to do, and it may not be what you think he's called me to do, but I know because I have sought after and I am setting my mind on, and I am surrendering all things unto the things that are important to God and what matters to him the most. So as I close today, what I want you yielding believers to take away today is that for, a, for you to have spiritually healthy convictions, let your parameters be seeking, setting, and surrendering. So any decision that you have to make, whether it's deciding what next 
project to do in your business or what next thing you might need to do, whatever that thing is. I don't care if it's deciding whether to send your kids to school or to send them to school or to do whatever it might be because we got decisions every day, all day. We don't stop having them, right? Make sure your convictions are fortified and be certain to stand by those things that I promise you. You will not wonder if you're following the lighthouse because God has guided you this way to safety or if he's warning you to beware of something because you'll know it within yourself. It's not going to be something you feel, but it's going to be a state that you can stand whatever it is around you with no doubt and no fear. So I hope today's wisdom has inspired you and encouraged you. Again, I thank you for your patience and our delay this morning. And I really do hope that if you're getting anything out of Wisdom Inspired, that you have the heart to share it with others. Be sure to share it, wisdominspired.net, and we'll be back on the line on Monday. You guys have a great and wonderful weekend. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.